Welcome once again to Brothers King Talk. My name is Samuel. And I am JP. And in the wonderful year of 1961, we are going to be tossing and turning with Bobby Lewis. And uh, 1961, you know, it was a fantastic year. I don't know if uh, you're aware of this, but Samuel, you know West Side Story, right? I am familiar with West Side Story. Yeah, well, in October of 1961, West Side Story, the film, was released. Uh, The play itself was written and released four years earlier, but the film is still widely regarded and loved. Uh, So 1961, fantastic year, and uh, I do believe the soundtrack made it big the following year, correct? Yes, so 1962, the soundtrack for um, West Side Story, or um, was that what you said? Yes. Um, 1962, it was the number one album of the year on the billboards at the end of the year. Right, right. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, But yeah, so let's, let's get into some Bobby Lewis. Well, hey, speaking of fun facts, Bobby Lewis um, was actually born near my hometown. He was born in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay. And then he went ahead and uh, moved to Detroit, Michigan. Hey. Near uh, your hometown. Yeah, it's my neck of the woods. Yeah. So um, he, from what I can tell, researching uh, Bobby Lewis's history, he was never... um, He's what we would kind of consider a uh, one-hit wonder, sort Mm of. I mean, I don't think, strictly speaking, he was a one-hit wonder. He he probably had, like, one other hit or something. Mm -hmm. But he he definitely uh, was kind of flash in the pan. And then um, this song itself is very well remembered. But him as an artist, not so much. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, so far as I can tell from his history, he just kind of went and sang and played anywhere he could, you mm-hmm. know, churches, jazz clubs, bars. It doesn't, didn't really matter to him. And right. then eventually he, uh, picked up this song from Richie Adams and Malou Rene, and it became huge. And like, I mean, you probably, this is one of those songs where you, if you've ever walked into like an A&W root beer or any like. Um, oldies type place mm-hmm. chances are it's came on at some point oh for sure for sure um and it's it's just a it's a classic song it really makes you feel lots of fun feelings and dance around and you know within the first 30 seconds of this song i really uh, i knew exactly how i was gonna feel about it and that was that i really really loved it um, Bobby Lewis's voice is just really fantastic, and I feel like the choir in the background just adds this awesome dimension that takes it to a completely other level. Um, and honestly, it sounds like the song that I would hear at like a swing dance club when I go downtown. You know, it's it's fun, it's energetic, uh, and it just makes you want to dance. It's fantastic. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I would say the song feels like the '60s encapsulated, um, and. Okay, um, specifically the fun, nostalgic 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way Grease kind of encapsulates the 50s, this song kind of does the same for the 60s. Um, so it, it, in a way, it feels like a culmination of everything we've been talking about up to this point. Mm-hmm. You have uh, the, the storytelling, as paper-thin as it is. You have some storytelling um, aspects kind of taken from country westerns. 
Mm-hmm. And then you have some jazz instrumentation, similar to like 12th Street Rag or Moulin Rouge. For sure. And then sure. Uh, you have like a, the kind of charisma of Elvis going, which oh, yeah, I'm sure, absolutely. you know, he was probably trying to copy a little bit from. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I honestly feel like the, 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 the section that falls short for me uh, for this song was, in fact, the lyrics. Uh, you know, I think they convey that perfect emotion that's trying to be, you know, brought across. This feeling that you just can't stop thinking about that special person and the feeling where you just got to get up and move and call them and contact them and just hang out. And, uh, but what I feel like is lacking is the fact that it's so repetitious. You know, but halfway through the song, you've heard the entire song. They just repeat the lyrics and the, the same music for another minute and a half. Yeah, um, so I compared last week's song to White Bread. Apparently, it's like comparing songs to food because this one reminds me of a <laughs> of a good ice cream cone. Um, it's it's fun and sweet while you have it, but there's nothing of substance once you're done. Yeah, and it just uh, it doesn't even really stick with you. It's just like, oh, that was cool. Moving on. I completely agree. It's one of those songs where you know, as soon as you, as soon as it ends. Um, you're ready for whatever someone's got up their sleeve next, you know. Uh, now, I guess if I'm dancing and swinging around with my wife for this song, that's probably not a huge problem um, because you know you're having a good time, you're dancing, you're just you know you're having the time of your life. But if I'm just turning this on for listening pleasure, I'm probably going to change the song sooner rather than later. I can see that. Um... The question is with this song is this is a a baby boomer song. It's um you know our parents' generation, mm-hmm. and when they're all gone, you know someday when inevitably time takes its toll and they're all dead, and our generation is the old one. Will people still listen to the song? Will it still be relevance out outside of that moment of nostalgia? Because this song is very much a nostalgia song. It's it's on like you know this is the '60s or now mm-hmm. I call I call that '60s right right um, yeah and that's about the only place I feel like you would ever see it. So does it have any merit beyond just that? Well, I would think that you know you're probably yeah you'd probably see it on uh, a an album like now that's what I call '60s or you'd hear something like that, but. I think that in the swing clubs and the fact that swing music and swing dancing has kind of come back in recent years uh, and really had a resurgence, I feel like this song could be a staple in that kind of genre. And, you know, if there wasn't that subculture of people who love to swing dance and want to really feel that style of dancing over something else... Uh, I think no, probably this song would probably fade into obscurity, but because we have that subculture continuing to grow and boom and things like that, uh, I think that it will stay. It might be to a a small subgenre of people who listen or subculture of people who listen to this type of music and probably not the popularity that it once had, but I still think that it's uh, not going to just completely go away. That's fair. Um, it's funny you talk about popularity that once has because once had because um, living in the internet generation, particularly, I feel like um, subculture really is the name of the game where almost anything can have a shelf life within a specific niche. 
And because we're all so connected in so many different ways now, it's possible for something to have a very small niche mm-hmm. and just over here without affecting the overall popular culture. So, right. yeah, you're probably right. This will survive on that merit alone. Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, it's not – it's not going to hold up, you know, the best in comparison, but overall I really enjoy the song uh, and I hope to hear it next time I do go swing dancing. It's a it's a fun <laughs> tune and I love the melody and the choir as, you know, as I said before, and it just puts a huge smile across my face. Um Yeah, but that being said, you know, it's not it's not the best song I've ever heard. Yeah, I would say the the song sounds so of its time. It's almost derivative. But at the mm-hmm. same time, like I said earlier, perfectly encapsulates this moment in music. So what I did with scoring is I actually gave it twos across the board. Lyrics, music, overall. It just gets mm-hmm. a solid six out of nine. Like it's it's very well made for what it does. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, it doesn't achieve anything, um, you know, great per se. Sure. Um, I would say, you know, twos across the board, except in the uh, category of lyrics, I actually bumped that down to one and a half, 1.5, just because, you know, the fact that, you know, halfway through the song, you'd heard it, you'd heard the entire track and they are just repeating, uh, lyrics. And it's not like they're just repeating a refrain or the chorus. It's literally, they're repeating the verse and the chorus and the verse and it's just not super original. So that's kind of why I bumped that down a little bit. So uh, for a 5.5 out of uh, out of 9. Okay, I gotcha. Well, um, and for a short song with not much substance to it, I guess we don't have much to say about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's a fun song. Don't get me wrong. It's something that I love to listen to. Um, but there's probably... It's got to have a playlist behind it. You know, it's got to be on the radio. It's got to be something that's going to be followed up with more music like it but it's not this song is not one that i would have on repeat very often i agree so until next time sir till next time see you next week see you next week mm-hmm.